Nixon's Plan B. I'm Rebecca Lieb. I'm Jason Horton. And this is Ghost Town. We are going to go back to 1969. Yeah, some, I've actually just was reading about um, Manson and 69, end of the 60s. Woodstock. Yeah. Stonewall riots. Absolutely. Charles Manson. It's a big year. Where did the 60s leave us? 1968 was a pretty terse time. Yeah. I don't get to use the word terse a lot, but no, it was a terse time. Go. A lot of changes and upheaval and class stuff and social stuff mm-hmm. and none of that that's happening right now which is great yeah 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 you know everything worked itself out yeah exactly we don't see ramifications at all where we are now but also unless you don't believe this man walked on the moon humans walked on the moon we don't know mm-hmm. who's been there before if you want to just be, i'm being open mind i'm just being free and open-minded but that's good Humans landed and walked on the moon, July 1969, unless you think it was Stanley Kubrick staged staged. moon landing, which again, we are in a new age of conspiracies, so I don't know what you believe. I'm not here to judge it. Well, okay, a little bit of Depends on what you're, yeah, it depends on what it is, but uh, keep an open mind. We love that. We try to do that. Yeah. But for now- Let's live in some sort of reality. Yeah. And we're going to talk about Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin mm-hmm. walking on the moon. Yeah. Apollo 11. The moon boys. No one calls them that. That's just me. No. The moonwalkers. <laughs> the moonwalker ranch. Things you, you love to retroactively come up with. <laughs> to do like marketing for these things that don't need it? I'm just brainstorming Yeah, here. they don't need it. They're not I'm asking for it though. No. Okay, okay. But if you need it. We don't need you to. My portfolio is. Spitball. Is vastly <laughs> spread over 200 some ghost town episodes. They're like, hey, how do we get the Apollo space program like. For and people like, to relate, you're like, hey, step into my office. And by office, I boys. mean whatever Jason sits up and I speak into. So, yeah. JFK, the rock star that he was, he's like, mm-hmm. we got to get a space program going. Yeah. Of course he did. If J- Well, if JFK is who he says he is. Yeah. I mean, everything mm-hmm. it, everything around what we're talking about Question, is, is rife with conspiracy. Yeah, it's just strung together conspiracy theories. You know, the... Space race has always been a huge thing, mm-hmm. and who's going to get there first? Yeah. Well, we're going to say we got there first, I guess, and that's we did. Say we I did. Yes. Um. Yeah. Hugely political. The Russian, uh, America. You know, space race, and and and, and again, it, it all has come back, and you know, Trump's election, and and what we think you know, Russian involvement is in American politics. That's never gone away. We really. just, in a previous episode, mm-hmm. uh, we just talked about Russian involvement in, yeah, a, little, in a murder. A, a murder. So in a yeah. Zoinks. <laughs> and of course, JFK, there's nothing surrounding him. That's strange. There's no conspiracy. No, clear. No, he's just unscathed. Yeah. Family. Is never been embroiled in anything. Boring home life, boring career, boring yeah. death. No tragedy mm, has no. befallen them. It's it's been pretty smooth sailing mm-hmm. for the family. But what if the moon landing didn't go as planned? 
Uh-oh. What was Richard Nixon going to do? Just get up in front of people and be like, well, I had this speech where everything was honky-dory, I guess mm-hmm. I'll say. Yeah. he Richard Nixon doesn't want to look like a fool. No. He does and, not. You know, I know he's someone's favorite out there. He's someone's favorite. I He's like the villain. Like, again, I say that now in the age of Trump, but he was this, especially like, you know, post JFK, this like undesirable, like haggard, older, five o'clock shadow, a like gruff. Even though actually like his origin is very impressive. Like he really came from nothing um, and built himself up. Again, shady dealings, stuff around that. But like, I feel, part of me does feel for Nixon off the record. On the record, we're recording this, right? Yeah. Okay. 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 Excellent. You know, his his history is obviously very fascinating. And this is very fascinating too. Having this kind of backup plan to make sure, and he was always so preoccupied with being liked, right? And like trying to compete again. He was always like, felt like he was always competing with the JFK legacy. I wonder if anyone's feeling like they have to compete with Barack Obama's legacy right now. Probably not, right? Uh, he was, no. Barack Obama, he was, he was the last president. You don't remember yeah. him? Huh. Remember him? Hope, change, <laughs> all that. Oh, okay. I guess, yeah. I guess I no remember one. Joe Biden. Yeah. <laughs> I just got an email from Joe. I got unsubscribed. <laughs> you and that everyone list. else. Yeah, I, I got so aggressive. I got us unsubscribed from that. Yeah. yeah. I, what I do remember is, in a positive way, is Richard Nixon, uh, the connection he made with China and kind of reopening up those conversations mm. and stuff, which was good. I guess. Yeah. I mean, obviously, it's good now. Don't don't we owe all our it's money? Like Trump to, and North Korea. Yeah, we got a. <laughs> isn't most of our debt? <laughs> China's yeah, from China. I think so. China's in China's rock solid infrastructure. Yeah, I mean oh, we don't boy. we don't import anything from China or get everything made there. No, so that, that's fine. So that's good. So, yeah, that's good. but that's what I remember being like. Well, everyone was like, well, you know, Richard Nixon, you know, had to, you know, open up relations with China again. So mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, so there's that. Mm-hmm. So two days before the first astronauts were to walk on the moon, presidential aide Bob Hadleman who had Nixon's speechwriter, William Sapphire, draft something up. Mm-hmm. Say, also, what Just in case. Cool names, right? William Sapphire. Yeah. And not, it's S-A-F-I-R-E. So the word fire is in there. Ooh, all the elements. So someone needs to start Stone, a fire. Earth, wind. <laughs> no, see, I'm getting this Bring thing where I'm trying to rebrand <laughs> the career of William Sapphire. He doesn't need it. He's good. He needs it. We want to hear it. So he's like, listen, you're, you're a speechwriter, draft something up. And he did. And some people call it the contingency memo, mm-hmm. the sapphire memo. But it is titled, In Event of Moon Disaster. Ooh, Sounds good, doesn't it? That's a rough, yeah, that's something you, you take that out of a filing cabinet someday and you're like, what? Time to sit down. Now, do you want to know what that memo said and what was on that memo? Yeah. You do, but you don't want to hear it from my nasally voice. <gasps> Who do you want to hear it from? Richard fucking Nixon? No, I don't want to hear it from him. No. Well, he never had to say it, so there's not yeah, like Yeah, but you don't think he record you don't think he was in a mirror sometime being like, Okay, in the event of a moon disaster. Yeah. He had recordings of everything, right? Watergate. Yeah, he recorded everything. <laughs> he 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 like he wiretapped oh, himself. No, but who you do want to hear it from? Benedict Q. Cumberbatch. What? From BBC Newsnight <gasps> is going to deliver right now for you as a favor 
to me. Oh my god! And you BBC Newsnight saved his life one time, and now he's gonna. Yeah, I know. Now I go. Oh, I owe him again. And he's like, he's like, be, he's like, be the co lead in my next thing. And I was like, I only, like, I'm only first on call sheet, on. brother. Yeah, and exactly. And he, he's like, fair is fair. Yeah. So here is Benedict Cumberbatch from BBC Newsnight. In event of moon disaster. In the event of moon disaster, fate has ordained that the men who went to the moon to explore in peace will stay on the moon to rest in peace. These brave men, Neil Armstrong and Edwin Aldrin, know that there is no hope for their recovery. But they also know that there is hope for mankind in their sacrifice. These two men are laying down their lives in mankind's most noble goal, the search for truth and understanding. They will be mourned by their families and friends. They will be mourned by the nation. They will be mourned by the people of the world. They will be mourned by a mother earth that dared send two of her sons into the unknown. In their exploration, they stirred the people of the world to feel as one. In their sacrifice, they bind more tightly the brotherhood of man. In ancient days, men looked at the stars and saw their heroes in the constellations. In modern times, we do much the same. But our heroes are epic men of flesh and blood. Others will follow and surely find their way home. Man's search will not be denied. But these men were the first and they will remain the foremost in our hearts. For every human being who looks up at the moon in the nights to come will know that there is some corner of another world that is forever mankind. <laughs> 